Welcome to the Patient Partner Innovation Community Podcast, a podcast created to inform patients, families, and caregivers about important health transformation topics. Since the 2001 Crossing the Quality Chasm Report by the Institute of Medicine, our nation's healthcare system has recognized its need to improve quality of care by way of six important aims that make healthcare safe, efficient, effective, patient-centered, timely, and equitable. But we cannot hope to cross this chasm and achieve these aims until we make fundamental changes to the whole healthcare system. All levels of this work require dramatic improvements from the patient's experience. So this podcast is dedicated to you, the voices most underutilized resource in healthcare, our patients' voices. Welcome, and we hope you enjoy the Patient Partner Innovation Community Podcast. Hi, I'm Dr. Natasha Washington, president and founder of ATW Health Solutions and sponsor for the Patient Partner Innovation Community. Follow the PPIC community online at atwhealth.com. Okay. Well, hello, everyone. I am Desiree Collins Bradley, and I am so excited to have you tuned in to Patient Partner Innovation Community Podcast. I have a wonderful guest today, Ashley Bates Crowley. She's going to share her story and her insights with us. And we're going to talk about equity. You know, there has been a buzz in our communities in the healthcare ecosystem all around equity and what does that look like? What does equity really look like from the patient engagement space? So we'll um, have a wonderful discussion as Ashley is a very seasoned advocate, but I wanna share with you that this episode is brought to you by ATW Health Solutions. ATW Health Solutions is a Chicago-based healthcare advisory and consulting firm that has really gained national recognition for trans forming healthcare delivery systems from ordinary to best in class. At ATW Health Solutions, we use a data-driven, evidence-based approach to make healthcare better by focusing on improving quality, safety, and health equity in organizations and government agencies. Simply put, we create and implement innovative solutions for the right problems and the right people. Um, Ashley, I would love for you to introduce yourself to our listeners so they can get to know a little bit about you. Um, My name is Ashley Bates Crowley. I'm located here in Northwest Kansas, um, serving as a family advocate and and family advocacy for all families, not just children on the autism spectrum, but children with all disabilities. Um, Initially, the nonprofit started for just autism awareness, but serving as a family advocate um, a parent to parent, um, just as a parent, a voice of reason, um, someone to just be here for all families to make sure the family voice is heard and respected. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I do. And see, that is so needed. And I'll say, you know, I know we've had many conversations about your community and it being, um, I would say, lacking in diversity. And so the fact that you kind of become a champion in your community as it relates to, you know, those underserved, under-resourced communities, I think is a much needed area. So 
I kind of want to unpack a little bit about, I know that you have served on many, you know, national committees and on different boards, what have you. And for me, and we kind of have a similar kind of uh, situation where, you know, sometimes we're the only person of color, right? Yeah. On those boards. And I, what I really want to drive to those listeners, the theme to those listeners that are tuning in is what does really equity look like? as it relates to, you know, national committees, national advisory boards. For in your own words, what do you think equity um, looks like in real time patient engagement? What it looks like to me is not only um, women, men, um, minorities, uh, people of color, it's, 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 it's all that encompassed into, as I would say, is a melting pot. It's mm -hmm. every voice being heard. It's every voice being lifted up. It's every voice being encouraged, not regardless of situations of poverty, of, of, of financial possibilities and, and, and encouraging and influencing mm -hmm. situations. Um, I, I feel like for me in an area that I live in that sometimes, um, as some people would say, it's who you know or what you know. I feel yep. it's who you are, <laughs> what you bring, what you contribute, mm -hmm. um, brings that for a lot of people, it brings a barrier for myself. It brings yeah. that barrier because I don't fit those areas. And I think I've always said this and I, and I, I will continue to say it. I'm not checking your boxes because I'm an African-American woman. I'm not checking your boxes because I'm a minority. I'm not checking your box because I'm a mother of children with disability, medically complex disabilities. I'm not checking those boxes for those those reasons. I'm mm -hmm. checking it because it needs to be considered. Yes. Um, I'm not just going to sit on your board and just be sitting there to check your boxes. You're going to respect my voice. You're going to understand my voice. And sometimes I feel like our voices are not considered. If we say something, we're out of line. We're taken out of context that, oh, we're angry. We're mad. No, we're not angry and mad. We want to be heard. We want to be accepted as my mother always says, not confrontation, but conversation. Mm, I love that. Not you confrontation, know? but conversation. I, yes. I love that. I love that, love that. And you know, another thing about this too, is when you talk about check the boxes, right? So, you know, there's a lot of engagement opportunities out there. And I think you bring up a really good point is, you know, persons i would say when you're thinking about diversity equity and inclusion really building those partnerships that co-creation piece that we're not just an afterthought right we want to yes. be engaged in every level of the opportunity and and correct me if 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 i'm wrong but i think we always want to be brought into that feedback loop so you've taken this information from me and we've partnered now what are the outcomes is that a report i want to be included what do you think about that ashley accountability and follow-through is not there um yeah. you, you you brought us in and you, you you've gotten our information we share with you which you, what you're wanting to do so that maybe either in a you either get that grant because yes we've been a part of your board we've, we've been that voice for you but what's the what's the end stages? What's what's the follow up? What's the what's the longevity of what you're trying to do? 
Is it just for the short term of just doing the project? That way you can say, hey, yeah, we've met this implementation stage, we've done it. And then after that, we're done with you. Mm -hmm. So I'm not, I'm not about that. And I find that to be a happening in a lot of organizations. Um, for myself, I've seen it personally that, you know, you have boards and you have projects that you're putting together and you put these projects together and you have people that you're bringing in as they say ambassadors or uh, family leaders to serve mm -hmm. in capacities of your boards and organizations. But then it's like, okay, here, here I am. Here I am in this. Um, yep. Swimple I hear your boys chatting yes. it up in the background. You look, it's my life. I totally understand. So you're serving on these boards in these capacities. And when you're serving on them, you're, you're not included. I, I serve not only medically underserved communities. So if I'm serving in a medically underserved community and you're saying that you're broadening this project and you're including this project in as a whole, why are you not implementing anything here? You've had me set at the table all these months and working on your project, but then you have me doing nothing. Mm. You don't have me, you're not bringing any resources to what my voice is bringing to your table. But my voice is bringing to your table, you're checking your box and getting your dollars but you're yeah. not bringing anything back to my community. And that's a problem for me. Yeah, that, that is a problem. And you know what? The other piece of this is, is you talk the dollars, money. I also think, and you, you, you know, I love to hear your thoughts on this, compensation, right? Mm -hmm. When we're asked to do certain engagements, any engagement at that point, how important is equal compensation or, you know, I would say equitable compensation? What are your thoughts about that? Because a lot of times we're asked to volunteer and we're the only volunteer at the table. Thank what are your you. thoughts about compensation? It's, it's not fair. It's not fair at all. I mean, oh, well, we'll, we'll give you a gift card. We'll give you a um, $10 gift card for this and for that and so on. And, um, you pay for medical opinions. You pay for med medical statistics to be drawn and brought to your projects of what you're trying to find. People researching for data and this and that and so on. But like I say, how are you really improving the scope if you're not improving all people? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's not happening. It's not happening. You're just improving what you want to do as your thought. You, you have that one. It's still a one site focus. You're still mm -hmm. looking in one direction at what you're wanting to do, but you're not trying to actually help. The, you're not trying to help the people themselves that are contributing to this. We, mm -hmm. we, you don't go to an attorney and get free counselship for free. Yeah, that's you true. Don't go, you don't go anywhere. I mean, what, what is, what is consulting? You're asking mm -hmm. things. People get paid for that. That's and right. you're asking for our information. You're asking for our lived in experiences. You're asking for our stories. You're asking for our input, but we're not considered equal. Yeah. Yeah. What happened I, to I, equal employment opportunity? That's oh, not yes. That's that's not in this opportunity as well either. Yeah. So and we you know, we, ex we excluded. I you know and and thinking moving forward. So you know, if you had, I would say some words of advice, right, for those leaders that are listening, those researchers that are listening, other patients that may not know or be as savvy in this space as you and I may be. What advice would you give, I would say, to the healthcare ecosystem to do their projects in a more equitable way? Um, maybe three or four examples. What would you, if you had them all sitting at the table with you, what would you tell them to ensure that their projects 
or equitable? First of all, they need to do better. They need to be equal. What does equal mean? Equal doesn't have, the, even the sign doesn't have one line longer than the other presentation. It's equal. Mm -hmm. You need to listen. Family advocates need to stand up. Family advocates need to understand that their voice matters, that it counts. Mm -hmm. They can change things. Things may not change overnight, but then in due time, it will change. And mm -hmm. just continue being that light in their communities, continue sharing, continue being that voice. And trust me, one person will grab onto it and next thing you know, you'll have a whole bunch of people support and right behind you. Oh, I love that. I love that. And you know, those lived experiences. So, you know, thinking about all these different ways that patients get involved, whether that's sitting on a technical expert panel or joining an advisory board or being a family advisor in their local hospital, it's those lived experiences have value. And there's power, right, in the patient voice. I, I truly believe one of those things is, you know, you're, no one is an expert in their lived experiences but themselves, right? So you're exactly. an expert in what you're dealing with in your community. I'm an expert in dealing with my health conditions and managing my children's health and what have you. But there is tremendous power in those patient stories, those patient experiences. So my hope is that those that are tuning in and listening, you know, realize that something that you said was gleaming. Your voice matters. Your patient experience, it matters. And it can drive a tremendous impact in the community. So hopefully they, they've walked away with those nuggets. So Ashley, I know you're a busy mom and you're, you know, you know, putting this podcast in on your schedule between shuffling kids and trying to get things going and heading into the weekend. Is there anything else that you would like to share with our listeners? I just like to share and just tell them to tune in and continue to, to, to be that voice of reason, continue to be that voice, share, get involved. Um, don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. Yeah. Just keep yes. working hard, keep keep working, keep striving, keep doing it. And, and first of all, you know, you, you're doing it for the right reason. You're doing it, you're doing it for the right reason. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Absolutely doing it for the right reasons. At the end of the day, it's about partnership and collaboration. And, you know, for those that are tuning in, you're like, you know, I'm tuning in, I'm hearing what Ashley's saying, I'm kind of hearing what Desiree is saying, you know, reach out to us at Patient Partner Innovation Community. You know, we're here as a resource to help guide you along the way. So we hope that you have enjoyed um, our podcast today. Ashley, thank you so much for sharing your insights, your wisdom, and keeping up the advocacy in your community. We appreciate all that you do. So, you know, for those guys, you know, as always, you know, thank you so much for tuning in. We thank our wonderful sponsor and supporter of this podcast, Dr. Natasha Washington at ATW Health Solutions. And as always, guys, be engaged. Follow the PPIC community online at 
atwhealth.com. <laughs>